Hello, hello, and welcome back to another uh, episode. Oh my God, I'm almost losing. I'm losing my words right at the start of this episode. Welcome back to another podcast episode with Inez Bai. That's my name, and we're here on the Peaceful Body Podcast. So I am a life and mindset coach for those of you that are listening to this podcast for the first time. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. If you're not already following me on Instagram, that will give you a really clear picture of what I offer. But I essentially help women and people to create their dream lives, to let go of people pleasing, to let go of anxiety and overthinking and doubt and really step into their power so that they can live in alignment, feel inspired, have fun along the way, break through self-limiting beliefs and create their life, whether that is, you know, a life of being a high powered CEO or working in a corporate job or even creating their business, then I am the gal for you because I am a manifesting generator. If you've listened to this podcast or you follow me on social media, you know that I am the hugest advocate for human design. It's an absolutely incredible tool to get to know more about yourself. And it's it's a lot of like a remembering and a giving you permission to be the way that you are. And a big thing that I've been giving myself permission to do over the past couple of months, especially, is to do things in an outside of the box way. And in fact, I was actually watching My Unorthodox Life on Netflix, which is amazing. I am really fascinated by Jewish culture, especially like the Hasidic Jewish culture, which is like really extremist. And watching that, it's like a reality show. It's kind of like... um like housewives but in a Jewish vibe she like escapes the community and sets up her life and kind of starts living in modern society from the age of 43 so I think it's really it's like a really cool story because I know that a lot of people especially around my age like I'm 27 as we near closer to 30 and like I know 30 is not that old but it feels like such a milestone that you should have achieved things by and to get to watch things and like this is why sometimes switching off and watching Netflix can actually still teach you things when you're open to the lessons and the learnings and blah 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 like she literally started her life essentially at 43 and is now this really amazing CEO of this like multinational modeling agency and is creating all of these other amazing things and like obviously has a reality show on Netflix like just goes to show that it's never too late and literally like it could always be the next day the next moment the next thing we post the next conversation we have the next opportunity we put ourselves out there that could be like our big break or could be like the next miracle or opportunity and something that I'm always instilling in my clients and in my content and just in the people that I talk to is like you just never know what's going to happen so obviously expect nothing because if you're sitting there being like when am I going to get my promotion or when am I going to find my lover or blah 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 (laughs) wow I'm really getting into saying the blah blah blahs today we're going to try and change that up so that's my two time quota limit for this episode and we're now switching that idea off and we're going to speak normal words when you're sitting there expecting something to happen in a certain time period, you're putting all of this pressure and focus and intensity on this one thing happening. And my favorite saying that I live by, that is literally my one of my life's like philosophies, is that a watch kettle never boils. So of course we want to have intentions. We want to have dreams that we're working towards. We want to have goals that we're excited about. However, if we're doing that with such single focus and thinking that it can only happen in one certain way, it's going, we're going to feel disappointed. We're setting ourselves up for um, disappointment and failure, really, because 
there are so many infinite possibilities and ways that things can come to us and thinking that it can only come to us in one way at one certain time and if it doesn't happen within this time frame then it's never going to happen or Susie over there got it sooner than me which means that my opportunity is now gone which is really just coming from scarcity and lack it's not opening yourself up to all of the other incredible infinite ways that things could come to you which kind of comes all full circle to what I was saying at the start about being a manifesting generator the way that I coach and the way that I live my life is fully outside of the box of what is prescribed to us from society and this took me a lot of work to let go of all of that conditioning and conditioning really just means like ideas and beliefs that society has put onto us parents have put onto us school put onto us the people around us put onto us it's been this huge process of just like letting go letting go letting go and coming back to what I truly want to do and what makes me feel the most alive but there's always kind of this like tug of war of oh this is what I was taught to do and that's the habitual way to do it and that's what I can see a lot of my friends and family doing like this one pathway and this one career that they're going through and this way of talking to people and like making things happen right I can see that around other people and this constant need for me to find a way to do it more efficiently to find a way to do it with more joy with more excitement and it's often as I said not inside the box at all it's so different and it's so just as and I changed my Instagram bio the other day of like outside of the box solutions because Whatever problem that you have, whether it be in your relationships, whether it be with your money, whether it be with your business, I can guarantee you I will have a solution for you that you have likely never heard of, but will feel so aligned with you and will be so much more simpler than you're making it be then you're making it seem and that's because of my design being a manifesting generator that is my special skill set so if that's something that interests you I do have my peaceful business mastermind which is my 12 week business program so freaking exciting all about turning your passion into profit I'm going to be teaching you the exact methods that I have used to be earning consistent five figure months to be having consistent six figure years um, and giving giving it to you in a way that's not like okay here's my step-by-step boxes that you've got to fit into it's going to be very in alignment with everything that I've just spoken about and my personality which is yes here are suggestions but let's ensure that this really suits you at the core of who you are we've already got some amazing powerhouse women in this group which just by joining a part of this group you're going to get such like an energy hit by being a part of this incredible group so if you're interested in joining that send me a message on Instagram and we can chat about it and I can let you know if it's right for you Today's episode is going to be talking a little bit about how I moved away from this place of constantly being in lack and constantly feeling like there was something wrong with me and that I needed to fix something about myself. And I can especially see this in my business journey because as I spoke about in my podcast probably two weeks ago, so not last week, but the week before, all about experiencing anxiety in lockdown, which is such a good episode. So definitely go back and listen to that or put it on like your saved list or whatever it is that you do. But when I was first in my business, I was really acting always from this place of like, oh my God, these people have got these big Instagram followings and they've got amazing photos with really good quality and they can write really well and they're already earning 10K a month and they already have like 300 clients and, 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 and. So every time I was investing, it was to get me outside of that pain. It was trying to pull me 
to that person's level that I was investing in. And that is so important when we're thinking about what support do I need? What support am I going to give myself? Because we need to ensure that we're working with someone and taking advice from someone that is where we want to be, which is why it's so important to stop taking advice from your mom, from your partner. It's so important to realize where you're being codependent and thinking I can only take steps forwards if I've okayed it with my partner because Yes, maybe you really value your partner and of course you can go to them for advice, but ultimately you are the one that wants to live your life and they are most likely, I'm assuming, not living the life that you desire and not in a way that you're like looking down on them, but you know, they might be working like a corporate job and you really want to run your own business or they might be working as like a lawyer and you really want to work in human resources, whatever it might be. So they might have, you know, obviously go to them and ask for them advice, but if you find yourself constantly needing someone else to okay your decisions then you're basically living in codependency and the first step to ever you know figuring that out and realizing these patterns that aren't serving us is of course self-awareness so noticing and kind of acknowledging within yourself oh okay who am I needing to okay my decisions and thinking about the kind of person that you want to be like do you want to be the kind of person that is always going to other people for their opinions and advice and only feeling like you're doing the right thing if people agree with you like is that really the way that you want to live your life and maybe that's something you've been doing subconsciously and that's definitely something that I did probably for the first like honestly like 24 years of my life and it's really only been in the past like two or three years where I decided like I want to be the leader of my life I want to be calling the shots and yes that's in my business of course like having to make big decisions all the time like you there are so many decisions behind the scenes of your business that you just got to take action on straight away because when the time comes and your client is like oh my god like I need a refund or like or like your tax agent is like you have to give me these certain things or something happens and you just have to like pivot like you've just got to step up and take action in that moment like or you know it might not even be in your business like I said for me there was other decisions in my life of like where am I going to live where do I want to move to what things do I want to focus on how do I want to spend my money like those are all decisions that we feel like we have to cross check with someone else. But in doing so, we're outsourcing our decision making capacity and we're making everything feel so much slower. And at the end of the day, we're not really listening to ourselves, are we? And we're not and we are the person that has to like create our own life and live our lives and it be the one that like moves through our life. So, you know, ultimately we need to take back our power and like just decide. Like decide whether you want to be in charge of your life or And be like, and actually really step up and live to your full potential. Because if you're giving away that power to someone else, then you're never really discovering your full potential. And you'll always be wondering like, well, what if? I wondered what would happen if I did listen to that little voice inside of my head. Or if I did just finally take action on that. And if I started before I was ready, like that's the biggest thing. We're often waiting until we feel 100% ready or we have exactly the right amount of savings or we feel like the weather is good or whatever. But when we're doing that, that's all just ego and fear keeping us stuck, right? It's not actually real it's not real like the being ready as I always say and my clients love this quote as well being ready is a choice so decide okay even though the fear is there even though I feel uncertain I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to take action on this being under constant 
support and getting a variety of support from different coaches, doing courses, seeing a therapist has now led me to this place where like I don't question my desires anymore and it allows me to move quickly and make things really happen. And a lot of the time, that's what we all want, right? You're like, oh my God, I want to, I want things to happen big and fast. And I want to get to that 10K month. I want to have this incredible love story and I want to meet someone. But if you aren't taking big leaps, if you're not taking big action steps, then, you know, the universe is a mirror. It's all mirroring you back. So anything that you are struggling with in the moment in your life, it's like, okay, well, if I feel like big things aren't happening to me or exciting things aren't happening to me, how does that reflect within my personal self? Like, am I doing things that excite me? Am I doing things that feel big for me? And one person's big is going to be so different to the next. Like, you know, sometimes it might feel really big to you to go outside and do an at-home workout in the outdoors for the first time. And you're like, wow, that was huge. Because I know for me, like, last year when I did home workouts for the first time that was literally the first time in my life I'd ever done home workouts so it was like a really big thing for me to do and I really like celebrated myself for that which gave me more energy and it made me feel really excited right and then the universe mirrored back with opportunities and people that were matching that vibe that I was putting out there and by the way in a probably in a week I'm going to be releasing my new masterclass which is going to be all about celebrate to create so how to harness the power of celebration to create your dream life, which I'm really, really excited about. But, you know, and like I said, it could be your homework that you've finally done, or maybe it's like finally sending someone a message. And even the way that you're sending people messages, like if you're sending someone a message, I remember last year I was actually working at a gym, uh, probably in the first half of last year. So over a year ago now, and it was starting to really drain me. I was not enjoying it. I had to get up at 5am in the morning and it was just killing my vibe for the rest of the day. And I remember I said to the person that I was working for, oh, I, I, you know, I'll need to quit because my business was genuinely getting more busy. And so having this two mornings a week where I was working wasn't allowing me to work at my full capacity and run my business in the way that I really wanted to. And she said to me, oh, well, I'll have to wait until I can find a replacement to which I was like, okay, cool. And then another like three, four weeks went by, heard nothing from this person who was like essentially my boss, I guess you could say. And it really forced me to step up into my power. And again, send her a message and be like, Hey, okay, this is my final two weeks. I can't do any more after this because like, I genuinely couldn't. Well, like, I mean, I probably could have, but then how much of my other life would have suffered? I wouldn't have been able to live the lifestyle that I wanted, which is the most important thing when we're thinking about manifesting things or creating our goals or like um, attracting our opportunities to us. Like I could have easily just been like, Oh, I'll just wait. And I don't want to put this other person out. And, you know, obviously she hasn't found a replacement for me. So I'll just do it until I can. And like, of then why would my boss, for example, it's easy for her to just keep me there. So why would she then change? Why, what would be the incentive for her to find a replacement when it's easy for me to be there, even though I've said, Oh no, I'm going to quit. The thing is, is that when we don't put clear boundaries down, like we don't say, Hey, I've given you notice. I'm going to leave in two weeks after then I won't be able to come anymore. It feels so like cutthroat to do that, especially when you're doing it for the first time. Like now that's how I communicate to everyone. And I'm really, I'm kind to people, of course. Like it's not like I was just like, fuck you, I'm leaving and I'm getting out of here. But like when you're so used to people pleasing and like folding yourself in and being not wanting to make too much of a fuss, then like speaking so directly like that feels like you're being a bitch. And like, that's the sad thing about 
being a woman is when you are kind of more assertive, people assume that you're like being a bitch, but also like, I would rather be thought of like that than have to do something that I didn't want to do that was taking away my ability to live a life and offer service and value and be inspired in other areas of my life. Anyway, I can't control what people are going to think about me. So it's up to me to take care of myself. And I remember having those interactions with this boss and it was kind of like a messy back and forth situation really forced me to speak in a way that wasn't trying to convince her it wasn't like me justifying hey like I really need to quit like when can we make this work like if it's if it doesn't work for you that's okay I'll, I'll stay on for another two weeks rah, rah, rah. like it was really me and I remember this being such like a, a pivotal moment for me of speaking my needs without being like trying to justify and convince and like making it seem like fluffy and not wanting to be like misconstrued because you know that's what we do when we are trying to ask for our needs and it means that we have to quit or leave or we want to change something or we want someone to cover our shift or we want to like borrow money or we want to ask for someone for a favor we feel like if we give that person more explanation then it's it's going to be better received like are they going to think better of us but then what ends up actually happening is that you speak to that person with so much fluff, like so much extra words, so much justifying that your actual message and what you actually want and need gets lost in the mix. So instead of me being like, oh, hey, like I really need to leave. Like, how's the hunt going? Let me know if you need any help. Like then putting myself in more responsibility for something that's not my responsibility. Like I don't own the gym. It's not up to me to find a replacement, but I know so many of us put our foot in it and we're like, oh, I'll help you if you need, like I'll do this extra thing for you, even though you're not getting paid for it. Instead, I was just like, hey, I'll be leaving in two weeks. Um, just giving you my final notice and just said it like that. And you know what? It was completely fine. But I really had this moment where I sent this message in such a direct way and I just had to like put my phone off to the side. And I think I even had like a coaching session or something because when you're first sending a message like that and you're not used to being like direct, assertive and in your power and speaking your freaking needs, like, and that's what you got to be like in order to run a successful business, to be respected and to attract opportunities that align with that higher vibe, right? That's what my intuition wanted. That's what my higher self was guiding me towards to do. This was like, as I said, such a pivotal moment of me doing something for the pleasure of it. And oftentimes we feel like, oh, well, I am available for it and I could squeeze it in, so I may as well do it. Or if we have free time, then we should for some reason be available and be responding to everyone's text. Or, you know, we have our fucking email notifications turned on for work. And we get the email notifications on at nighttime. And even though you might not check them or you might not respond back, it's still taking you out of the present moment. And you might see something that you then can't stop thinking about. Then it's going to stop you from relaxing. Then you don't sleep that well. And then you wake up the next morning and the cycle goes on. So just notice within your own life, like, where am I trying to convince people? Where am I trying to have this really justifying needy energy? And like another really good way to see it is if you like, say, for example, someone you were dating someone and they were just like, cool, calm, collected. They were obviously messaging you. They were open with their communication and they were vulnerable with you, but they also like gave you space and they were happy to go a couple of hours without message or a couple of days without messaging you. And it didn't mean anything negative and they were excited to talk to you and they expressed their keenness, but they weren't like trying to, you know, they, you know, they were just being like, yeah, I'm keen. And you like knew that they were keen. 
versus someone that you were dating who was like, oh my God, I really want to see you and I need to see you and it's only been two weeks and oh my God, our connection is so intense and like, you're amazing and like, here's everything that I have to offer you and I want to buy you everything and I want to do everything for you. Like, I've got so much that I want to do for you. And like, obviously you can tell that that's coming from a really nice place, but I don't know about you, but I have dated a person in the past that was so giving to me and so available and like so clingy and it ends up being like quite repulsive right you're not into it because it's like so intense and there's no like back and forth which means also there's no like not going to be much chemistry because you need a bit of back and forth and like the most attractive thing if you think about people that you date the most attractive thing is if that person is like open vulnerable knows who they are knows what they have to offer but it's just shows up like that rather than you having to be like or, you know, rather than you having to chase them or them having to be like, oh my God, love me. Oh my God, this is what I've got. Oh my God, let me buy you all these things and let me show show off everything that I have. Like, it's just not attractive. And obviously we can think about attractive from one standpoint, which is like romantically, but think about being attractive to opportunities, to money, to new clients or whatever, like job promotion, like that, that's the same kind of vibe that you want to step into in your life. And this is why, like when talking about my own journey and something that I've really noticed is I've moved away from this place of trying to fill in things that I thought were missing or like really coming from a place of like, why don't I have that yet? And why am I so far behind? And obviously I've been on this whole business journey for about four years and on my personal development journey, I would say for about six years, even though before that I was also running my business in person, but anyway um there's there's comes this point where you're not investing because you're like oh it you know I'm not that I'm bad or I need help or I need fixing but you're investing in yourself and you're getting support because you're like I want to give myself the chance to further expand into my potential and you can only know what is possible for yourself like and obviously that sounds really that sounds really obvious but what I mean by that is like if you have gotten yourself to a certain point like you've been able to save like money is a really good example for this if you've been able to save five thousand dollars for example and for some reason you hit that point and you're just like oh I can't seem to save anything more like let me know if this is true for you because I feel like this was something that I used to struggle with a lot in fact I used to struggle with saving any amount of money but The reason why we feel like that is because subconsciously we only give ourselves permission to be able to hold and receive a certain amount and why that is is because of so many like inner child things or like blocks that we have self-limiting beliefs and like the people that we're surrounded with as well like if people around you like don't talk about money and you have no idea how much everyone's saving then you're just existing in your own world and thinking oh well I can only have 5k and I don't want to be greedy and again coming from this place of like lack versus if you start coming at money and your life and business and everything from this place of like well I get I wonder how much I can expand into and you then in order to create the next level for you in order to be able to save more money to break through a plateau of you know whether that's the amount that you're earning from your job the amount that you're earning from your business the amount that you're able to save breaking through that next plateau requires you to figure out how to actually be able to hold more which the quickest way to do that is to plug into the energy of someone who is already there who's doing the thing because then it shows to you oh my god this is actually possible and what stories have I have I been telling myself that are making me stop 
being able to actually get to the next level. And they can be so many stories that we can tell ourselves, like, you know, especially in the spiritual world. I did a story, I did an Instagram post about this yesterday where um, I was, but it's like this like cloud graphic that I made, lol, trying to get a bit creative. And I was like, not everything has a deeper meaning because in the spiritual world, sometimes we can think, oh my God, I've got this. Like, for example, a couple of weeks ago, I just woke up in the morning and I had this fuck off rash on my eye and it was so swollen. And I could just hear in my voice these like, other people saying like, you know, everything has a deeper meaning. And I've been to like energy healers and stuff of when I had, a, like I injured my shoulder ages ago when I was a power lifter. And I remember them always being like, oh, that's a sign of like depression and blah, 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 blah. And like, obviously I think there can be helpful tools with this, but when we are constantly seeking a deeper meaning to attach to everything that happens into our life, we are focusing on the wrong thing. So I could have woken up and been like, oh my God, my eyes got a rash. It must mean that I'm not seeing things clearly. Oh my God. Now I've got to look out for examples in my life, how I'm not seeing things clearly and rah, rah, rah. All things that are not that important in terms of like creating my dream life, right? So instead, it's like focusing on like, how can I fix this? What can I do that makes me happy? What can I do that makes me feel excited? What do I want to see more of maybe? And just like focusing on the things that I can control rather than the things that I can't necessarily control, which is like a random rash appearing out of nowhere on my eye. The rash was only on my eye. Don't be fooled. I just hear this notion often from people that are coming new into my world sometimes of like, oh, I don't feel like I'm that bad. Like, do I really need support? Like, I could probably figure it out on my own. And like, for sure, Google it. But how overwhelming is Google? Like, even if I was to Google like business strategies or I go on TikTok sometimes and I'm looking at all of the different advice for social media and I'm like, whoa, this is so overwhelming. But thankfully, I'm really in tune with what I know is going to work for me. And it's been proven to work time and time again, right? That's why I'm sitting here. That's why I've moved into my dream apartment in right next to the beach. I can literally buy myself anything I want. I'm able to feed myself with beautiful food. I've got all of the experiences. I'm wearing this beautiful jewelry that I've got, like everything that I need. So yes, there is so much information and you'd probably be able to figure it out eventually, but like it's probably going to take you years. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed with all of this information. And I hear this from clients all the time. this is why they come to me and work with me because they're like, I know that there are all these things that I could be doing, but what do I actually do that's going to give me the best return? What's going to give me the most bang for my buck? What's going to actually work? Like, you know, a lot of us really want to ensure that the time and energy we're putting into things is going to be return to us like it's going to give us even more than what we put in there you know what I mean like it's the most frustrating thing ever when you feel like oh I'm journaling all the time but it's not actually helping me to feel better in my mindset and so it's like okay well let's figure out a strategy together that's actually going to suit you and perhaps there's like a myriad of totally different things which of course you could try and figure out and do all of the things or you work with someone that's skilled and has been through that experience already and can be like all right well from what you've told me from your personality from your background this is what I think will work best for you and we create a plan of attack that's really aligned and unique to who you are. Another thing I noticed and something that I used to do to myself was I used to wait until things did get really bad before I'd be like okay I'm going to actually get help and you might notice that you do this thing this too but it's not like you're consciously being like all right well I'll I'm gonna make this get really bad and I want to get really 
anxious and upset and I want to be in like a really shitty situation before I reach out and get help. But because we're kind of like brainwashed into this idea of like you can only get help if you're really struggling or you should only be like reaching out for support if things are really, really bad. And also a lot of us have this idea that we work better under pressure. And if this is you, then what I'm about to say is going to be so juicy because if you have been taught or you have for most of your life thought, okay, I'm just going to wait, for example, with my exams to get them done the night before and pull all-nighters. And then you create this narrative in your head that I work best under pressure. Guess what you start doing? Subconsciously, you are now going to create situations where you are put in so much pressure where it forces you to make a decision and to take action on that thing. So to give you an example, if you are someone that is in a workplace and it's you're really not enjoying it, the people around you are toxic, they're bitching to you, bitching about you, like you can just feel that there's a negative vibe. If you're someone that is not used to asking for what your needs, you feel like you constantly have to justify why you want to do everything, you're not in your power, you don't trust your intuition, you're codependent on other people, you're going to wait and wait and wait until things get so bad in that workplace, until you're being literally bullied, until you're being completely overworked and you feel so spent that you're going to be in a place where you literally have no choice but to quit. Why do we do that? Why do you why do we put ourselves through that? Because we're essentially putting everyone else's well-being and needs above our own and also we have learned from a young age, oh okay, for some reason I can only work better under pressure and that's the only way that I can force myself to do things, so therefore that's how I'm going to recreate that in adulthood. We need to start turning this around. We need to start taking action now. As I said, start before you're ready. Reach out to your boss. Talk to someone. If you can't get any feedback or help from your workplace, then quit. Why would you work for a place that doesn't support its um, workers or employees' mental health or doesn't take what they're saying seriously? Yes, it might seem a bit like out there to quit, but like, is there really anything more important and valuable than your well-being and your mental health? Quit and work at a coffee shop. And if that feels too bad for you or if that feels like, you know, you'd be like, oh, I'd be ashamed to work at a coffee shop as like a 25-year-old. Well, that is your ego and that is your shame. And, and you, that's something that you need to work on. But really, there's if anyone else that you knew that was your age, that was working at a coffee shop and they quit because of their mental health would you really judge them would you really be like oh there's something wrong with them they're a bad person and of course you can just see working at a coffee shop in this example as a stepping stone to getting to where you want to be anyway like things don't have to be so final just because you quit in one job and you move to a coffee shop doesn't mean that you're going to be in that same job forever. Like things are always going to come to you and you just have to put yourself in better opportunity, better positions so that you can actually find it. Because let's be real, if you're working in a job that you hate, you don't feel like you're getting support from your like superiors or your managers or whatever, your mental health is going down the absolute shitter. Do you think you're going to be in a place where you're going to be able to see things clearly, figure out what your next step is going to be, create opportunities for yourself? Like, probably not. So therefore, quitting and working in a coffee shop, you're so much more likely to like rejuvenate and recharge. And like, you never know who you're going to meet in a coffee shop as well when you're in that energy of like, oh, I'm taking care of myself and I've got more time. And when you're more open, then you're going to be naturally more open to talking to people. Then you might meet someone that's got an opportunity for you or they tell you something and you're like inspired and then you're like, oh, that's exactly what I want to do. Like you just never know how things are going to work out. So stop waiting until things get so shitty and in such a pressured situation that you have 
have to make a decision then and there and there's so many tears and you're so overwhelmed and you're feeling so anxious. The sooner you take the action, the better it feels. The more decisive you are, the faster you're going to create the dreams that you deserve and that you keep thinking about. All right, I'm going to leave this podcast episode here, but I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please support me to keep the good content rolling by taking screenshots, sharing it to your stories, sharing it with a friend, leaving a review, leaving five stars on um, the Apple Podcast app and following me on Spotify if that's where you are listening. All right, enjoy your day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.